for our Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved. Powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. All right, it's Six Pack Lapping At. We are back once again with the Sabato Boys, Jervins, Joey, and our boy Arian, Messi Kamesi. And it is the European preview shows. We did the men's, we did the women's. This is the juniors. Let me get this off the hop. Whatever platform you're listening on, subscribe to both Sabato Boys and King of the Lifts. Make sure you listen to the other podcast episodes of the men's and women's preview show. Give us high ratings and tag us if you don't like our picks. Let's debate, but you better come correct because you know your boy did. We're going to do the juniors, fellas. Let me scroll up on my notes. And um, this one isn't going to be division by division breakdown of picks like we did with the men's and women's it's just going to be highlights and it's going to be a much shorter episode but if we look into the women's fellas i just want to draw some attention to the 52 kilo junior world champion camille hardress of france um i'm probably mispronouncing her name it's not french enough but she's only been competing within a year and already in the 52s in the 400 kilo class or in the 400 kilo total range uh, she's definitely a star in the making yet again. I mean, France has got tons of French shooters, especially in the women's. And Camille is in there, the reigning junior world champion. You do want to keep an eye on her, a future star in the 52s. Going to be very interesting with Shizuka as a 52. And obviously, Noemi Alibert. Now you got Camille. France is fucking so stacked um, from juniors into the open. Open, yeah. I'm I'm also going to, I'll bring us up, like, look, we're going to bounce around a little bit. We don't have to go division to by division. So you fellas jump in when you want, or we could double back. But the 57s, we have the return match between Jade Jacob of France and Mayera, or Maya is her nickname, Da Silva of Spain. Obviously, they had faced off in 2021 where Jade Jacob took the world title and Maya didn't have the performance she wanted going to this world championships. Um, in the open, Jadjaka pushed Joey Namani to the brink of defeat, taking her to within 0.5 kilo in a sensational battle and taking a silver medal overall, jumping on everybody's radar. And then uh, when defending her junior world title against Mayera, she injured herself in the squat event on her second squat, taking a world record 178 kilo she came out for the bench press, was definitely injured, took a token deadlift, and had to check off there. So we didn't get to see the full Jad Jacob package. But if you're paying attention to her training videos, Jad Jacob just pulled 230 kilos, which is a 507-pound deadlift. If we take her squat at 175, she's done 178. We take her bench at 95 kilos, She's done, I think she's done 97 and a half, maybe 95 is her peak. Mm-hmm. We're we're taking conservative squat and bench. You put on that 230, we're talking 500 kilos for a junior lifter. Jad Jackup is legit. She's pushed Joy Namani to the limit. And depending on what happens at these European championships, if she hits that 500 kilo range, even if she's in the 490s, you got to think people are more than likely going to want to see a rematch of that sensational battle 
at the IPF Open World Championships at Sheffield. Joy Namani's already punched her ticket. We need matchups. And that was one of the best at the Open World Championships. I'd said it previously. Um, in terms of the casting call, in terms of the auditions, the Open World Championships is the the event that everybody's watching. And Jad Jacob showed up and showed out and jumped on everybody's radar. But having said that, Maya Da Silva, who won the Junior World Championships, is back at the European Championships. Maya missed her final 210.5 kilo deadlift. That was a world junior world record attempt that would have given her an 800 or 480 kilo total. Now, when she missed that deadlift, it was down up. This wasn't her being, you know, like it wasn't like a, a like far off, just a little bit of a down up motion. And she got a 480 kilo dead. If she would have had a 480 kilo total, that puts her right up in there with Bobby Butters. That puts her right up in there with all the world's best, including Chad Jackup and Joey Namani, depending on the day, because 480.5. Is what opened the open is what won the open world championships. So Maya da Silva has arrived and is right there with the world's elite, and she returns as well. So we have another rematch there. It's gonna be a good battle in the 57s. Um, and before I move on to this, should I keep going, fellas, and then we double back, or do you guys want to start jumping in on some of these? How do you want to do this? No, I just wanted to jump in here on the 52. You mentioned about Camille. I mean, she's made a tremendous progress, right? For the past. 12 months to start powerlifting. That is like ridiculous. But at the same time, if we just look at um, um, Olivia there, so she's only a year older than her. So she's not much older. And when you look at the um, nomination, there's six kilos. And then we all know, you know, young people, the progress is just like, I mean, it's just, just phenomenal. So, to me, again, what I'm saying, if anyone look at these nominations thinking Camille will come in and walk off and just win, nah, this will be a tight battle between these two. Because six kilos for people that are a year apart as the ladies is nothing. That can be crushed like that. So I think that's why I am. And again, on the 57 day you mentioned about Jay, um, um, Jay Jacob there. With Maya, I think it's still... Jed has got an edge here. She's still too far out of Maya. And I know Maya has got a um, tremendous deadlift, a big total today that potentially at these European Championship, these two at these European Championship, I can see them up totaling the seniors. Oh, yeah. I literally oh, yeah. see them oh, doing yeah. that. Possibly so, both. I don't know. Yeah, I see them doing that. But um, Jay Jacob has got just a little bit more on her. But again, the next year, uh, open. In Malta, it will be an interesting battle in terms of like these 57. So you get Jade, you go Maya, you go Bobby and Joy in the mix. These four, I'm not going to sit here and tell you who's going to win the world championship next year. No, I can't tell you. I can only tell you on that last deadlift. And, and Natalie yeah. Richards from US, who's done 501. Exactly. She's coming. So it's, it's... That's even mad. So, But let me just ask you this though, Jurens. Do you reckon Maya has what it takes to pull the upset on Jade? Yes. Because, yeah? Yeah, she has what it so takes that, to put So that will, that will backtrack everything that Bobby has in her game plan. It's not Jad anymore, where the hype was meant to be, because that's, that's the one she had a battle with, with Joy. It's Maya. But how mm -hmm. much more, how much more would you reckon she'll get the win by? Is it, no, is if it gonna Maya's gonna, no, if Maya's going to beat Jad Jacob, it's not going to be no more than maybe 0.5 or 2.5 kilo, no more than that. You know, no more than that. 
and it, and ja- Jacob has to miss for Maya right. to do that. That's right. That's what I was about to say is if that's going to happen, and yes, it can happen, like Junior Worlds it happened, but Jad was injured, like got injured. But like if it's going to happen after Jad actually finishes, with the numbers that we're seeing, Jad is four ninety to five, right? And and on a good day, God knows. And that's not crazy numbers. She could do 175, she's done more. She could do 95, and she could do 230. So to Jiren's point, if Maya's going to win, it's because Jad somewhere started missing lifts and fumbling the ball somehow. So I think Maya can't miss. Maya, Maya not missing is 480. And that's awesome. But Jad not missing is maybe five. Right. Yeah. So, so to, to Jaren's point, 480 could still beat Jad if Jad misses. Like not everyone always hits. It's just how much is Jad going to miss? It would have to be, I don't think lightning will strike twice. I think Jad should win this, but you know, I was just going to, yeah, you never know what injuries. We don't know what exactly the injury was, the extent of it, how much is healed. What if, you know, she tweaks it again in the last training session leading up. What if she tweaks it again going heavy on squat and affects bench and deadlift? So that could potentially open a door where she's totaling less. And maybe Maya wins with like a 475 or 480 with Jad, you know, having to pull down numbers, you know, if it's bothering her on delve or something like that. So you, you never know. Oftentimes the the best predictor of an injury is having that injury before, like a previous injury that just ha- continues to happen again. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I could tell you in terms of her training numbers, she has hit the numbers I'm saying. So I do know, or she's hit actually a little more. That's why I purposely went conservative and she's around five. But to your point, I mean, you don't think, you don't, I mean, could she get re-injured? I don't know. She hasn't yet. She's been hitting some big numbers, but you're right. Like, who knows? This is sports. We got to see. Nevertheless, like, I think honestly, if Jad wins, if Maya still goes 840, or sorry, 480, Oh, 480 is right up there with Bobby Butters. And like, this is, mm. these two juniors are extremely world-class and competitive in the open. I mean, we got to pay attention to these ladies in the 50, the 57s is crazy right now. It's mm-hmm. crazy, man. It's crazy. And you throw on, uh, you know, Maria T and like, it's, it's nuts what the women's 57 class is doing all around the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, so this is, this is a really good battle. We could move on to the 63 kilo class where Alba Ballstrom from Sweden returns. Um, interested there. France, Ludovine, it's going to be a good battle there. The 69 kilo class, though, gentlemen, if I could pause there for a second, that's really what I want to talk about. Uh, we have Clara Pejo, who is the junior world champion, returning Agnes Rudin, who's a 2021 junior world champion and a rival of Clara. They've gone back and forth beating each other for world titles and European titles. Both of them are clashing, but joined in the mix is Samantha Eugenie, who is the 63-kilo junior world champion, also representing France. And if I'm, I know we're not doing picks for the juniors, but I'll just throw this out there. Um, I mean, I think Jad Jacob and then Maya, I think I already said that. But for here, I think I'm going to take Samantha Eugenie moving up from the 63s and to really establish herself in the 69s and go over 500 kilos and take the 69 kilo junior um, European title. I think Clara Perro coming in second and Agnes Rudin coming in the bronze medal. But this is, again, another stack class of young killers, young shooters. France, obviously, heavily represented. And um, yeah, I, I think flip, Smith I Eugene. That, you know? 
What's that? Sorry. I, I flip. I flip the uh, the Clara and Agnes, but it's definitely Samantha for the dub. Uh, sorry, you <laughs> think Agnes over? You think Agnes over Clara? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you you guys saying that to me again? It goes back to what I said. These young people, the progress is ridiculous. Even when you look at uh, Naomi Phantom, the fourth from the Italian, four ninety to four ninety seven and a half, or even four ninety to go over five hundred, is yeah. not hard. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And to be honest, I think is this will be a battle. It's no one thing someone can go and pick one winner. But if you look at the progress and everything is going, yes, it's easy for us to say Samantha will take this because she's coming from a, a lighter weight class with extra body weight. That's probably what we can base it on. But well, second, third, it's just like, is anyone to take, to be honest? To me, stacking it's on, anyone to take. On, stacking on mass could also mean that your leverages change, potentially. Yeah. Not much, I though. It just all depends on what shows. Yeah, I mean, I think she's, I don't know where her body weight's at now. I don't think she's actually filled out 69 yet, but her lifts in in the gym anyways are looking very impressive. And the good thing about when you're going from the gym to the platform, when you're not cutting, man, you don't got to worry about a big changeup, a big surprise. Like, holy shit, this was easy in the gym. Why am I struggling now? Because of those body weight cuts. And she's tall. Samantha Eugenie is tall. This is probably long overdue for her to go into the 69 kilo class. Her winning the world championships at the juniors as a 63 was probably like, okay, cool. Finally, I can move up because she's, I don't know, how, probably a five foot nine range, if I can remember correctly. Yeah, 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 man, she's tall, homie. So her moving into 69, I expect the, the strength to come, start coming on real quick. I, I agree. This is going to be like, you have no idea who's going to win. Like this is anyone, you know, with Samantha Eugenie going up and she potentially could have the final say when it comes to Delif. So she can just load on whatever she needs to beat Clara or whoever else. Um, Clara obviously is like, you know, the, the defending champ in this class. And so she's done over 500 kilos. She could be, you know, one of the favorites coming in just based on that. You could say with Noemi Fantana, I think she could have, like things could have changed at Junior Worlds for her in a couple of things. Like on squat, the second attempt, she just barely cut the depth. So she had to repeat it on a third and it, it looked like she had more in her. So that kind of held her back on her potential on her squat. Then her bench, I think she just took a too big of a jump from second and third, five kilo jump at those kind of maxes is difficult. She missed. And then her last like three meets, she's missed her final deadlift. So potentially, you know, if they adjust that a little bit there, she has the potential to win. So I think it, it it's concerning if I was Agnes Rudin, she could potentially be fourth place. Because if you look at Agnes, she's gone from 496.5 to 485 to 477.5. She's going the wrong direction as all these other lifters are getting stronger and going in the right direction. So Hopefully her training's going well. Hopefully she's putting a lot of effort into this one um, because she could potentially be completely off the podium with all these other strong ladies there. And what a turn of events where she was the world champion and defeated most of these ladies in the juniors just in 2021 when the world was in her home nation and then to be here. Who knows? I don't know if she's dealing with injuries or or what's gonna what she's got to do to shake this up. But yeah, it's going in the wrong direction, especially for you know a lifter her age. Um, we can move into the 76s, fellas. Another French shooter, surprise, surprise, were Laura <laughs> Motalin, who put up a 555.5 at the Junior Worlds, but she was missing lifts there. If she hits all of her lifts, who knows? Her top end potential is huge. Um, she's the one that missed her last deadlift 
and then started twerking on the platform and fluffed it off. You know, she is old. Like, if you meet her in real life, she's freaking got a chip on her shoulder, spunky and super confident. She's got like an aura around her when she walks around in the warm up room and hits the platform. Uh, but so I think she, 100% she's a future star. I remember going into the junior worlds, talking to her. I'd seen her as silent worker. And she had very high hopes and big projections on where she thinks her top end is. In the gym, she's hit 570. Mm. Hasn't transpired yet. And she thought she was going to be hitting up with Jess and Agatha at Junior Worlds. Now, 555.5 is nothing to sneeze at. That's a, that's a very good total. I'm interested in seeing if she can right the ship and get closer to at least the 570 range. It's going to be below Jess, below Agatha, below Carlina. But she doesn't want to be too far below. She's yeah. still a junior. She doesn't want to be too far below those ladies. She wants to be within striking distance so that when it's her time to battle these ladies, if one of them starts fumbling the ball, she could grab the podium. I want to see what she does here. I think she's better than 555.5. She, she, funny enough, when you look at her nomination, if you just go by nominations, she could have won the, the, the seniors because she has got a bigger nomination than the seniors. All right? So um, potentially... She can come out this me as the best seventy six European. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not Agatha has done um five um, eighty um uh, world, but if those numbers that Jim is just talking about, she brings it on the platform a little bit of luck. I don't see. I don't. I don't see why not. She's there. Well, they'll, you know, because what they'll trump out our Sophia Ellis, bro. I mean, she has a bigger total than Sophia Ellis. Yeah, already, yeah. You know, already. And then looking at her, she's younger. She's, what, 22 years old? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then nothing is impossible, things like that. So when I saw her nomination, I thought it was a mistake until I went to open up here. I was like, let me put her name. And then I saw it, I was like, holy crap. You know? And at the same special. time as well, even when you look at Vilma, Vilma 532 is not a small total. That's still a big total there for a junior. So these juniors, like, I know we, you mentioned, we mentioned about the 57, but I think when you look across the juniors, the ladies, across all weight class, it's just ridiculous. You know, the standards is too high. It's, no, the junior women, it's absolutely insane, especially what's going on in Europe. Um, Vilma Olsen has won the world championships as a junior before, and she's she's there on a good day. She could pull into the 540s and that that plays that's competitive in the open. Uh, but she's a stitch below. So there's if there's tiers, we got Agatha Jess Carlina, one tier below them, but not I mean, it could be right there is Laura, and then one tier below her would be the Vilma Olsons and a couple other contenders like that. Now Laura wants to make that statement. I'm a tier up, I'm going above, I'm gonna level up, and this is her opportunity. So all eyes on Laura to see if she could pull that off. Um, looking at the 84s, and fellas, if you ever want to double back, Joey, Arian, or, or jump in, please let me know. Uh, but the 84s, Earn Ho Love from Great Britain, an absolutely monster deadlift on her. She's pulled 238.5. Um, I'm excited to see what she does. She's young as well. Is she still 20 years old or is she 21 now? Nonetheless, uh, she's got a couple more years as a junior anyway. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. Monster I think, I think, deadlift. I think she just turned twenty-one. I think is that right? Okay, and she's uh, she's definitely somebody to watch for. I think she's a light eighty-four as well. Consistently, you know, a couple kilo below below the eighty-four kilo limit. So I don't know if she's going to 
What's what's Joey? Joey, what's your facial expression for? What's up, man? Is she I was, moving? I was, I was waiting for you to say something interesting, but if you're not saying, no, do you right, have, do you know something that we don't know? Oh, uh, it looks like there's. Some... You're, you're, hey, you're the dude with all the all the juicy yeah. info. I have no juice. This. I have no. I have no juice at all. Not even orange juice. Nothing. Not even orange juice. Listen, if she... We'll see. We'll see what she ends up doing. Either she bulks up and goes over 84 and cuts a little bit. And like, if she does that, her numbers will blow up. Or if she ever does go... I don't know how... Because she's already lean and muscular. So I don't even know if 76 is a possibility. Who the frick knows? I mean, Jess Bittner can do some hero cuts. I don't know what's possible, but I'll tell you what, she's got a monster deadlift. Um, she's young. I think she's going to go after Amanda Lawrence's dog. That's a deadlift. That's, deadlift yeah. Cause I was going to say, it's not like it's that much easier going on the, down to 76s. So you may want to just fill out the 84s and see if you can break that world record deadlift. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen a pull 250. Oh shit. Dude, that she's a like fan. Two, day, two days ago, isn't it? Two, three days ago. Bro, she pulled 250 when we went gym shock. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. I got to double back. I want to know if I reposted this yet. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she's it's she's got a crazy deadlift. Um, I'm excited to see what she does there. And but I, see, I see her on the between 550 to 560 in two weeks. Oh, damn. Now you're saying, yeah, so that would put her... Yeah, it'd be interesting if she... I don't know if she could cut, though, but I'm just looking at potential what that would put her as a 76, but she's so... No, she doesn't want to cut. She she won Amanda Lawrence. She doesn't want to really? cut. Really? Yeah, I was gonna, she's muscular yeah. and lean, and you'd have to lose muscle mass, which probably isn't worth it. Mm -hmm. It is what it is, man. Let's look at the 84 pluses. Um, or, I don't know. Uh, Eboselli? How do we pronounce the her last name? Do you know? Listus Eboselli? Is that it? I know we're British, but we're not Irish. You know that, right? I know, but maybe oh, you guys know. Irish. You guys are, you guys are... African, bro. So, does it mean because I'm African? I know all the African names. You know, it's every single <laughs> African name. Every single one of them. Well, either way, um, her, her training, she's absolutely murdering these weights in there. Like, she's... What I have her on track for... Let me take a look at some of her numbers here. Um, I have... Pull up the women for a second here, fellas. Bear with me. Um, because I got her like 10 kilo up on her dead on her squat again as, as well. Like her deadlift is yeah, I got her 215 on the squat. I got a 130 bench. I mean, and if you look at her nominated, she's only got a 205 on her squat and a 120 bench. I mean, her numbers are gonna she's gonna blow up her numbers at these Europeans. It's gonna, it's not even gonna be close. Um, she her progress has been crazy right now. So, and mm. she's a very light 84 plus. She's an 84 to be exact. She's gone 84 plus for these Europeans, but I expect her to go back to the 84. She's not trying to fill this out by any means. And she'll take that total with her. So she'll be competitive. I think her and um, Ernho Love could be some good battles ahead if they go clash head to head. They're very evenly matched, especially with um, Eboselli's recent progress. I want to see where she ends up at. I think even though they're in two different weight classes, in a lot of ways, these two ladies are competing against each other, and I wanna, I'm interested in seeing who ends up with the bigger total. What do you guys predict? Mm -hmm. Who gets the bigger total between the two of them? Well, you guys are Brits, oh, though. Yeah. You guys are I Brits, though. Ah, what uh, am I doing? Uh, what about you, Arian? What, what are you saying? An unbiased pick. I was, I was just looking at the 215 squat. And it looks like maybe she could do 220 squat. So 
if she can put something big up. But I think with the um, Erho loves a uh, big deadlift. You know, she's done 538 total, 245 deadlift. Uh, I think the 523 is a little bit of deceiving. So I'll go with Erho love as the <laughs> bigger total. Fair enough, man. I'm mean, look. If Ebiseli wanted that smoke, she would have went 84. She is an 84. So maybe she's biding her time. But it'll be interesting how close it is. I think I'll go with you guys as well. And I think if I'm going to make a prediction, I'll say Erno Love takes it. But it's close. We got ourselves a battle. Shall we look at the gentleman? Let's do it. Oh, before yep. we do, I just want yep. to say, I reckon the 84 sub, uh, sorry, the 84 junior is going to be a one-two combo for Great Britain as well. I reckon Melina has what it takes. And I'm just putting it out there. I'm just saying because, well, you know. Oh, yeah. Melina, Melina, we'll get silver now. She will. Yeah. Any other highlights you want to throw out there before we move on to the men's? By all means. Uh, no, I think I'm good. You're good? Okay. I'm all right. All right. Let's look at the the men's. I think Ivan um, Campano from Spain is a really solid pick here, and I believe this is a, a redemption pick. No, for man, man, you for, you forgot the, the, the 53. Ooh. The man is a European champion already without even lifting. Let's take a look. He's, uh, he's got to make oh, way. Yeah, he's yeah. got to make look, one that's a, that's, that's a Yeah, that's... Is anybody going to pick against him? You'd have Dur to pick Durant. a bomber. Huh? I mean, it's him against the weighing scale, so... That's right. That's what I'm saying. He's winning. I'll, I'll, I'll pick him over the weighing scale, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Unless he bombs out. I mean, if he bombs out, that's fucking horrific by Team Roman. <laughs> if he bombs out, that's an easy points to grab for your nation. If he bombs out, what the hell are you doing? But... Uh, but yeah, but uh, no, Ivan Campano from Spain. This is a redemption. I believe I had him picked to win it at the Junior Worlds, and he came in fourth. And he's disappointed with the showing, but uh, I think he's he's a solid pick here for Spain to take it. Um, looking at the 66s, France won two, but they're, they got some heavy competition when they get into the open, and they got to face Penaboy. I'll tell you that right now. Um, these fellas just below the 600 kilo mark. So they got some room to grow. Carl Johansson talking about the junior world, Carl Johansson of Sweden, the junior world champion returns to the Europeans. Um, a very solid pick here, obviously to win it all. And I'm interested in seeing where he's going to take it. He's at 717.5, born in 2000. He's got time. And I think he's going to keep pushing this into the mid sevens. Now catching up to a guy like Taylor Atwood, Big ass, but catching up to the rest of the open, a lot more feasible, especially since I was a junior is making fast progress, a lot more feasible. Yeah. So let's see what he does um, with that. Moving along. Oh, sir. Also, I should give a shout out to Alberto uh, representing Spain, Haraz, who's the junior world champion in the 66s from 2021. And he's moved up to the 74s. Um, he's a little behind at this point because he's still obviously growing into his body for the 74s. But at some point, keep an eye on him. He is championship caliber. He's won the world championships before in a lighter weight class. So let's see what he does when he fills out the 74s. Looking now, at the... Yep, go ahead, I just want to say, like, um, a couple sleepers in there. Antoine Darman. His yep. training has been going very, very well. Um, I reckon he'll give um, Alberto... Was it Francis Alberto or Alberto? Uh, a fight for his money. Uh, but Carl Johansson, definitely uh, still for first pick. But yeah, um, Antoine Darman, who's nominated fourth right now from GB, but he's uh, French as hell, so maybe... Oh yeah, I met him, man. He's a nice guy. He's good too. Hell yeah. The kid, yeah. He, he's, he's going to shoot for second. He will. Hell he will yeah. go for he's, that. He's drinking the same Evian as the French, so... 
I seen him at Silent Worker. Was, I seen him there at Silent Worker, actually, man. Yeah, bro, he came, he came to um, train with Pano with me um, when I went to Paris. That's it, man. He's uh, all right. Guy. Well, that increases his chances, I think. <laughs> you got Team GB in France, and you, man, that's a nice combination. Ready for the 83s, fellas? Um, yeah, Eduardo. Let's do this, man. Eduardo Mazzuccelli, who at the Junior Worlds took John Hack's long-standing squat world record. That squat helped John Hack defeat Brett Gibbs. Eduardo coming in with a 303 squat for an 83 junior. It's fucking monstrous. And his total, 785.5. Eduardo, previously having won the Junior Worlds, um, now Sean Jin unseated him in the 2022 World Championships. But he's back at the Europeans, but he's facing... GB zone Nathan guys Nathan 782.5 how's his training been what's going on here what do we what can we expect I'm sure you're picking Nathan to win this but do we have any news or or what's what I mean let me go first let me go first simple Eduardo scored 303 it pissed me off because that's the new European record the old European record was 297.5 that was thinking probably I'm going to make him my opener but the man scored a 303 so, so that yeah. means he's made, he's given me hard work. That's yeah. what pissed me off. So he's a strong kid. He's a strong kid. And the way even that squat moved, is just thinking, fuck, the kid is strong. Um, Him and Nathan, Nathan could have, at the genius, Nathan could have loaded for a second. Because that last deadlift of Nathan, he had more in him. He could have loaded for that second. But they chose, for some reason, they chose not to go for it. But coming to these Europeans, Nathan has a chip on his shoulder and Nathan will win this. He'll win this. He'll win. And these two guys, I see them getting close or 800. Oh. Whether they will get 800 plus, I doubt it. The reason for that is because they just did that uh, may, um in Turkey, and that that was a battle for them, you know. And people like me and Anna, we compared in South Africa. That was, God knows how many years ago, you know. To my head, is years ago. I'm too old. So yeah. So these guys, I can see them getting close to that, eight hundred or or seven ninety five or seven ninety seven. I can literally see that. And Nathan will trumpet, just because Nathan have that edge on the deadlift. He has about three thirty, three thirty five in him. I mean, it's a monster deadlift. And um, just for anybody, for context, 797 and a half by Sean Jin won Junior Worlds. Now, Sean looked like he had more in him as well, and he's probably uh, beyond that as well. But just to give context to how good that is by these junior lifters, keep that in mind when you're watching it. Yeah, man, maybe. I mean, we'll have to see. What are you guys thinking, Arian, Joey? Well, I was just looking at Nathan's last two meets. He went from 767 to 782.5, so 15 kilo improvement there. Eduardo went from 762.5 to 785.5, so 23 kilos right there. Um, and I guess the, the British team put that final delve for Nathan to move into bronze medal because Nick Manders was in bronze before that, and then Nick Manders tried to pull for the win, and Nathan got bronze. They would have to put another five kilos in for silver, so maybe they decided on that. But yeah, now that he doesn't, hopefully he doesn't have to worry about bronze anymore. It's just gold versus silver. Then he yeah. can put on whatever he needs to go for the gold. It simplifies it, man. The more people in in the race make it more complicated because all of a sudden, like you said, are, are we pulling for gold? Are we pulling for silver? Are we defending silver? Are we defending bronze? 
things get messy, but now I think you're 100% right. Both guys are like, we're pulling for the win. Neither guy, there's a decent enough spread between them and Pariso, um, Goulem from France. There's a decent enough spread that I don't think he's going to threaten them for, for their silver or, or, you know, so they're not worried about getting bumped. Even if he was, I think they're all going to go for the gold. They're going to pull the old Nick Manders and be pulling for gold anyways. <laughs> I think looking at the 93s, the returning junior world champion. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Ryan. Sorry, sorry. Go Joey, ahead. Joe, Joey didn't say anything. Joey, what do you got to say? You have what something you to say, got? young man? Look at this guy. Look at this sneaky smile on him. I don't know, man. You know, I'll, I'll put Nathan in for first as well. Yeah, of course. But he's not, he's not person 800 or above. Seven, it, top top end, I would say seven nine five. Seven nine five. That's that's still fucking big, but uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't think eight hundred either, but I do think. I mean, I mean, going to go into the seven nineties isn't far for either one of these gentlemen. Yes, sir. so that's 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 definitely reasonable. I think they're going to have to. They're going to push each other as long as they hit. But Jules, um, I don't know. I, Jules, I don't know what you wanted to hear from me, bro. Like, I know. I, I'm I just like, saying. I like, I, I, I like Nathan. All I'm saying, the Nathan will take it personally to you, or all of you guys. So just remember, he will oh, come yeah, after you lot. So yeah, Ryan, go on, move us on. He's powerlifting's biggest hater, but yeah, is he powerlifting's biggest hater? Hey, his words, his words, not mine, bro. Like this guy wakes up with hate. <laughs> he wakes up with hate. That's his default. Is yeah, he is mad and upset? Yeah, I, you should ask him what his lock screen is, but. Oh God! All right. Well, we'll leave it there. Um, looking at the '93s, gentlemen, Yu Long Lee from Sweden, uh, who won the Junior World Championships in a bit of an upset in the '93s. The '93s were crazy stacked at Junior Worlds, and Yu Long upsetting Rico, um, upsetting uh, James, James, upsetting. Yeah, I mean he's he he upset a bunch of lifters there coming out of you know. It's because if I remember correctly, didn't did he have a stretch where he wasn't competing? Or he had a stretch where he just, no, his total just blew up. Because in, yeah, so for instance, last year's European was 757 and a half. And fast forward a year, he's coming off of 812 and a half. So he had a massive improvement. Um, obviously a very heavy favorite, but it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. But speaking of Rico, Rico is back. He's nominated with 805, but he's done more than 805. I think he's hit a, what is his heaviest here? 818. There we go. So he's capable. I don't know here. Who wins between Yu Long and Rico? Did Rico write the ship? Is he going to get revenge? I think Rico's capable. If I'm going to pick, I might actually pick Rico. I would too. I would too. But he, uh, I don't want to disrespect Yu Long because he's he he did a phenomenal performance. He's definitely capable because what happened at Junior Worlds is he got called on depth on that third squat and it it wasn't a grinder. So like he just had to execute, get down a little bit further. He probably would have stuck with it. And when he did that 818, he did a 325 delf on his second and he went for 338 delf on his third for something. I don't know if it was like a, maybe some kind of French record as well as in the total on the deadlift or something like that. So he went for broke where he could have done maybe 820, 822 at that meet. So he definitely has the potential. And I forget what you long, when we're on the podcast, if, if someone Rory or someone else maybe had mentioned that he has maybe he had grip issues before on deadlift. And so he was missing a lot of Delos on grip and not on strength, but he was able to write that ship at Worlds and make all his attempts. So um, potentially he's turned the corner and he's going to put that pressure on, on Rico to execute on depth on squat and then execute on Delos for the win. It's a pretty good battle, though, um, in a rematch, no less. Um, I think I'm taking Rico, but 
it's 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 super duper close obviously moving into the 105s return of Rene Kaki of Switzerland he's hit an 891 before he's got a monster 233.5 kilo bench press he is absolutely a monster of a man um I'm glad he's back he was going to be at I think open worlds and uh junior worlds but I think injuries pushed him off both of those events I don't know where he's at right now I haven't slid in any DMs I got an update but him healthy he's going to push well into the 900s where does he end up I'm not sure but if you remember what we said on the open, nine hundos is very competitive. You know, yeah. eight eight ninety five by Coco won the junior worlds. Um, if he moves into the nine hundreds as a one hundred five, that's contention. It depends on where Anatoly's at. A mill is you know eight fifth or nine fifteen. Anatoly could be freaking nine forty on top end or more. But he's a possible podium threat depending on what you expect from Coco Mo and the rest of the field. But Keep an eye on him. Um, he's the real deal, and we'll see what he does. And he's got a pretty good spread on everybody else if he's healthy. I'm I'm excited he, for him because uh, he was definitely had a lot of potential when he competed um, at Euros last year and doing that 891. Like we talk about Coco, and Coco did 895 as a junior, and he's doing 891 as a junior, but we're not talking about as much. And I think – I don't know if he still is, but I think he was coached by Joey – and he's made good progress. I don't know if he's still with Joey, you know, and maybe they just didn't do uh, Worlds, but you're ready to go. And if you look on his Instagram, man, that dude is 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 ripped. He's got a massive body. He's got a massive bench. It's ridiculous. He's fucking I mean, jacked. This just tells you how incredible this is. So at the end of these European Championship, we might end up having like five, one or five over 900 kilos in Europe. Yeah. Because this this is incredible, and I mean, it's if that's no competition, I don't I don't know what else beat that. So I'm really excited for him as well. I saw him last year; was really strong. So um, again, Ryan you mentioned about injury. I didn't know that he was injured and all of that. But I was expecting to see him at world. But again, if the the injury was is better now, the progress is made. He's young. I can see the nine ten nine o five. Anything yeah, I mean, is possible. If he was eight ninety one a year ago. For sure, that's that's conceivable. At his age, the yeah. rate of adaptation, for sure, man. And so he'd Easy. be competitive almost immediately once he goes in the open. He's competitive, which yeah. is exciting, man. Yeah. It's a stacked division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, the 120s, it's a bit of a dip in terms of after because Renee is such a, a top and already competitive in the open lifter. We dip a little bit in the 120s and then moving into the 120 pluses. I see Timur's name. Maybe he's originally going to be down. I think he was originally going to be a junior, but I think he probably got talked into going into the open because like he is a hundred and freaking like 30 kilos above all the juniors. And he's, you know, only like only in air, air quotes here, 30 kilos above everyone else in the open. He might as well go in the open, take the open title. Maybe he'll yeah. compete twice. Uh, could can you even? I don't know. That'd be um, crazy. Well, when they've when they've had those championships, the IPF had changed a few years ago. When they had the combined championships, they would let you. You have to pay twice, weigh in twice, and compete twice. Like I think Jen Thompson has done that before for like bench in the Masters and Open. So I wonder if he's doing that to win two titles, then he doesn't have to make weight or anything. And and if it's any kind of funding by his national government, it might be like yeah, collect two titles if you get two medals because sometimes you get you know, rewards or medals, et cetera. Mm, Who knows? mm, mm. You never know with things like that. But um, imagine he competes twice. Look, if he's 
130 kilo ahead. He doesn't have to do much. He doesn't have to weigh in because he's 120. So he'll weigh in, but he doesn't have to cut. He just walks in and it'll be his last SPD session. <laughs> yeah. Just go do it twice. It's true. It's true. He doesn't have to stress. There it is, fellas. We did, uh, I think I said 20 minutes. Fuck, we ended up 35. <laughs> we ended up a little right. more. Arian warned you, Jerrins. Arian said, my man's lying to you. He's not doing 20 <laughs> minutes. But I, it was a relatively quick one. I appreciate you guys, man. We freaking worked oh, a fun, lot. We worked hard on this. Um, I hope everybody listening appreciates. Um, if you haven't heard the other two preview shows, do double back. We did a lot of research for that one and uh, we got some goodies for you. So whatever you're listening on, give us high ratings, subscribe as per usual. Six pack lap it at until next time, six up and we are out.